You're listening to Baby Boomer's Guide to Life in the 21st Century with me, Lex Marinos, and... I'm Patricia Amphlett. G'day, Lex. <laughs> Patricia, lovely to see you again. You too. And today we're stepping out to Orange in central west of New South Wales to meet Amanda Spaulding. Amanda is the chair of Orange radio station FM 107.5, where she also presents a program featuring a mix of local news, events and music. Amanda is a chartered accountant and a business consultant, also serves as a local councillor and treasurer for Arts Out West. That's just naming a few of her many commitments. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Before we find out a bit more about your background, just give us a sketch of your station, FM 107.5, kind of programming it presents, your reach, who, who listens to you. Yes, FM 107.5 covers a large part of the Central West. We um, Our transmission tower is on top of um, Mount Canobolus, Gunnabulla, which is the highest point in the Central West. So we can be heard in um, Oberon as people come down the Blue Mountains into the Central West, uh, Lithgow, Cowra, Parks, Forbes, Wellington and Bathurst. So we can be heard for a long way. We have 29 presenters um, who present a, a quite a different variety. Um, you know, we have the usual morning DJs <laughs> like yeah. myself. Um, and we do news and uh, interviews and tell people about what's going on in the Central West. We cover news from all those different areas. We're very keen to promote live music, which, of course, has started off again, which is very good. And then in the afternoons, we have a bit more um, eclectic <laughs> stuff, <laughs> music and so on. And then we also, we've been a, had a long, long commitment to ethnic broadcasting from FM 107.5. We have four Filipino broadcasters and they've shown commitment to broadcasting in the Central West for over 20 years now. And that's in their language in Tagalog, is it? Yes, mostly. They, they do both English and Tagalog. And what other language groups do you have? We've been trying to get other language groups involved, um, but at the moment we only have the Filipino um, group. We work closely with Council's um, Migrant Support Group yes. um, and hope to bring in other people as well. Orange is such a wonderful place. It's, it has to be one of my favourite I love all of that <laughs> part of New South Wales. Mm. How long have you been there and when did you come here? Yeah, nine years. Um, ah. Yeah, moved here in 2013 from Sydney. I've been away to work a couple of times but... Um, yeah, I've been involved with the radio station for three and a half years now. I'm not surprised that you became involved in yet another project <laughs> in your life, having been a board member at the Nottinghamshire <laughs> County Cricket Club. Wow. Are these types of roles very open to women these days, do you think? Um, I was the first woman ever elected to um, the committee at Nottinghamshire I helped to turn it into a limited company because it was an unincorporated association. And if you if you watch if you have a look at uh, Test match cricket, Trent Bridge is a seriously large yes, crowd. Yeah, yeah how wonderful! So. so it was important to be incorporated. But we but um, the method we used, the the model we used, was like a building society. And so, in fact, that club is owned by its members. And because Nottingham is a has traditionally been a lace-making place. It's always had more women than men. Nottinghamshire County Cricket Club has more women than men. So it, really? it, it warms my heart that that place is owned by women. 
And now they have four women on their board. So I like to think I was a bit of a... <laughs> not to digress too much, but Nottinghamshire, isn't that where Harold Larwood of uh, Bodyline fame came from? He did before he came to Australia because he was not well received when he came back to England. So eventually he went to Australia with his... Or came to Australia with his five daughters. And I think there's some, I think there's some Australian cricketers that played for Nottinghamshire. There are, but mo- more New Zealanders. New Zealanders, oh, really? Sir Richard Hadley, Chris yeah. Jens, they've been very popular at Nottinghamshire. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little diversion. <laughs> and I'm going to diverge us a bit more because I want to know about this lace making and does it still happen? Oh, yes. I suspect it's all mechanised now. And, of course, mm. they did do hosiery as well. Gosh. Now, in um, Nottingham, they have a beautiful building called the Lace Market and it is now like a big shopping centre. It's a long time since I've been there because uh, I've been here for over 20 years now. But it's a, that's a very beautiful building. And um, yeah, it's still known for being for where there's more women than men. It's a big party town. Oh, <laughs> Good on the um, girls. And Amanda, tell us about one of your other interests, which I know a little bit about Arts Out West. Yes, I'm the treasurer at Arts Out West. So I've been on the board there for three years, I think. So Arts Out West is a regional. Uh, arts organisations. So there are, I think, nine in New South Wales, and basically um, we are there to encourage arts um, and and live music. Live music's been very important, you know, post-COVID to get people out and about again. Mm. But we do some funding. We do a lot of support of um, art organisations and art businesses. I've helped, um, you know, I, I occasionally run a how to run your business finances, and we do all that on Zoom, Mm -hmm. and we help um, art businesses. One of the most important things we help them with is is how to price your product. Oh, right. And, yeah, we do lots of things. We're throughout the whole of the Central West, art galleries, um, you know, live music, as I say, performances, the wonderful theatres we have here, so... Um, yeah, our newsletter goes for many pages. Oh, that's that's fantastic, and and uh, I I love regional arts, and I'm always in trying to impress on regional arts that, to demand more from their governments because yes. of the tax you pay tax like everyone else. That's correct, and it gets centralised in the capital cities, mm-hmm. and uh, the regions often get forgotten about. Mm. It sounds like if Lex and I made a visit to Orange, we'd have. <laughs> Plenty to do. I think we just have to hang around with you. It would be very, yeah, very, just go, very we might busy. Have, but we might have to work too hard, Paddy. <laughs> I know. But, of course, the other thing we're very famous for is wine. Um, oh. You know, oh, we're well, a very yeah. important wine region. And, mm. uh, yeah, the orange, you know, regions are named once they get big enough. So there's the orange wine region that incorporates large parts of the Central West. And, um, yeah, that's another reason people come here. So, gosh, uh, yeah, so we're very popular people. You know, as a tourist destination, Orange is full every weekend. Is that right? So there's live music, there's wonderful art to go and see and feel, sports? Yes, there's a new sports stadium going to be built um, here. We've, as everywhere, has had a lot of rain recently, so um, it's been a bit, it was difficult Mm. to, we we cover um, some of the sport in outside broadcasts, so... We call the rugby union, and uh, we recently called the AFL. AFL's not all that um, famous in Orange, but we do have an AFL club that's been going for forty years. Mm. 
So we celebrated that with them recently. And we cover the rugby union and the rugby league. How big are we talking? How big is Orange and the surrounds? It, uh, Orange is about 60,000. Our surrounding might have difficulty um, saying that. But Orange is, um, sorry, no, 40,000. Bathurst is about the same size. And then you've got Parks, which is 10,000. Forbes, which is slightly bigger. Cara is about 10,000. So mm. when you add up all of those places... Yeah. That's considerable, um, isn't it? It is a big population, yeah. And they're all good towns. I know I've visited them over the years sometimes to perform. They're all great towns, great they show are. towns, yeah, as we yeah, say, particularly mm. Orange, I must say. Mm. <laughs> but, Amanda, is there much rivalry between yourselves and Bathurst? Because I know Bathurst, <laughs> Bathurst has a very active uh, community station as well. Do you get um, on? Uh, well, look, um, they, uh, Bathurst 2MCE started before Orange and Orange made the case to have its own community radio station and we got a full licence in 1998. Um, we popped over to see Bathurst recently. <laughs> <laughs> we smoked a peace pipe. Oh, that's good and, to hear. Yeah, look, we um, we were wondering whether, because, because um, 2MCE is located on the Charles Sturt University that's uh, right. campus in... In Bathurst, we thought maybe they were getting a, a pipeline of younger people because that's always an issue, I think, for community radio. Everywhere. Yeah. So, look, it turns out that, that CSU does the news for the community radio network, and that's what their journalist students do. They, you know, when they're training, they they do the news, but they don't actually get very much involved with community radio. So we kind of uh, decided just to carry on in our own way. You can um, hear us in parts of Bathurst, but because Bathurst is down in a bit of a dip, um, you can't hear us in some parts. So we tend to run parallel to each other. Yeah, yeah, and the whole the whole purpose of community radio yeah. station is that you speak for your own community and you access your own community mm-hmm. rather than homogenise the whole, the That's whole right. thing. Yeah. And CSU, of course, is Charles Sturt's university, isn't it? That's right. And we have a campus here in Orange now that has medical and dental. It's, uh, you know, it's a relatively new campus and the medical Mm. regional um, medicine is a new thing, which is great, you know. Great. Amanda, oh. apart from the apart from the grog and the arts, and um, <laughs> what else? We, what else are we going to do in Orange when we come and visit you? Well, there's a theatre, of course, the Civic Theatre, and they have fantastic things on there. Um, there's great shopping, of course. <laughs> we have. Um, I should mention our friends Jam Orange, which is just Add Music Orange, mm. and they recently, in, uh, for the June long weekend, they held the first ever Winter Jazz Fest in Orange. And it was a multi-venue um, festival. It was absolutely freezing cold in Orange, as it is at uh, that time of year. Yes, indeed. And the shops were telling me they have never sold so many jumpers because even, <laughs> even if people came from Canberra, they didn't know it was as cold as it can get in Orange. And, of course, they all wanted to go up Gunnabulla and see the snow. <laughs> Yeah, That's indeed. fantastic. I heard about that and uh, the Jazz Fest. I heard it was absolutely wonderful. Mm, so I hope was. it repeats. Do you think mm. it will? Oh, yes. I'm sure that was just the first. And, and, and oh. the station, does 107.5, do you record any of the live music and uh, support we, it in that way? No, we didn't um, actually record any of the live music. We didn't have a recording deal with them, but we did. Right. 
go to the venues and we did do a little bit of outside broadcasting to say, you know, here we are at this venue. And the venues were fantastic. They used some really unusual venues like churches and they had um, beautiful lighting. So, um, yeah, they really used lots of different Mm. venues that people would not normally think of as music venues. That's great. Oh, well, I I hope you're able to get a relationship with the festival going where you can record some stuff because that always... uh, that uh, that's one of the things I love about community radio stations are uh, the ability to get out and record local content, and uh, mm. it's wonderful when it's, when you're able to do it. I think we'll be uh, talking about how we can do that for next time round. We'd only yeah, yeah. just got our outside broadcast equipment at that time, so baby steps. Yes. Mm. Well, it looks like Lex and I need a trip to Orange. I think, yes, as I said, absolutely. just to hang around with you, Amanda, and keep busy. <laughs> <laughs> you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much for your time today. It's um, uh, it's terrific, and uh, congratulations with all the work you're doing there. And um, we hope you uh, you continue in that uh, in your healthy existence in Orange, and maybe you even take Baby Boomer's Guide for us. Oh yes, I will point that out to my husband, who's the station manager. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we're in then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> easy, easy to do. <laughs> uh, thanks, Many Amanda. thanks. Okay. Many thanks, Amanda. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Baby Boomer's Guide to Life in the 21st Century, talking there with Amanda Spaulding from Orange FM 107.5.